three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to Mad Gains Live. I am your host, Cassandra Gaines. Happy Friday. I'm so excited to have you guys here with me. What's everybody drinking? Hopefully it's something good. Hopefully it's something better than Bud Light or Natty Light. I heard the Boiler Room Boys like Natty Light and Bush. Uh, I haven't had that since I was in college, you guys. So hello, Boiler Room Boys. I'm sure you guys miss me and I'm making every Friday miserable. All right, y'all, we have a great episode. Uh, if you want to hear about a company that is uh, very has very interesting business, uh, Cloud Trucks, and also has been uh, gone from a startup to successful company, if you want to hear more, if you want to be inspired by an entrepreneur, this episode is for you. But before we get started, I do want to announce to everybody that uh, I have something special for all my Mad Gains viewers, which is you can... Now, if you go to my software that I built, that is my baby, and has been my baby for a long time, now at CarrierSure.com, you can report carriers for wrongdoing for free, and you can review the carrier before you hire them to make sure they don't have reports against them. So what's wrongdoing, right? It's double brokering, theft, no insurance, customer back solicitation, hostage load, all that stuff that drives you nuts. But it's also very, very serious. Not the little crappy things like, oh, they dropped my lid, baby. No, it's serious things against a carrier we want to notify other brokers and shippers about. Again, it's CarrierSure.com. Check it out. You get a free week, a free trial. This is my baby. If, um, you, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. So let's get started. I want to introduce our guest, Tobena. Welcome to the show, Tobena. I'm very excited to have you. Um, and where are you hailing from? I'm assuming you're hailing from San Francisco? Correct. Correct. I'm in San Francisco at the moment. Oh, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. So what did you think when I reached out to you and I was like, hey, want to be on the show? Were you like, oh, no. Well, I was thinking, I, no, no, no. I, I'm a huge fan of the show. I've, I've watched a number of your episodes. I remember uh, maybe it was like a year and a half ago, I watched an episode with Dan Lewis and I, I Ooh, thought it was a great one. episode. It was Dan Lewis and um, there was also the one that you had with, uh, uh, I'm forgetting his name right now, but it was like, Broker against broker, talking about new features oh, yeah, that they had point. launched, and that was that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun in the back too, in the past too. That was a real, both of those were really great episodes. Um, so wait, before I get started, uh, I, I just got distracted. Like, like I usually get distracted in two seconds, and uh, I swear I don't have ADHD. I've been tested many times. Uh, one of my best friends, her name is Hannah Richards. She works over at Amazon. Um, and she's always telling me how wonderful Amazon is, by the way. But the other thing she talks about all the time is her Peloton. Do I see a Peloton behind you? Like, <laughs> yeah. And yes. how, uh, okay, is it as great as Hannah says it's as great as it is? Say no. There are, there are a number of people at the company that would say that it's the best thing in the world. And they do Peloton contests all the time. I'm unfortunately not one of those people. I don't use it as much as I would like to, but yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good enough. Oh my goodness. You just made my whole day. I'm going to like literally send this <laughs> to Hannah and be like, Hannah, look, not everybody that has a Peloton is obsessed with it. And she sends me, I do not have a Peloton. Um, it looks like a fuck ton of work and just, it's, it looks like a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. But she sends me these links from Instagram, this guy named Cody. Apparently he's one of the instructors and now I'm addicted to the Instagram 
like Peloton <laughs> videos because they're hilarious. So anybody who hasn't checked those out, you should, if, even if you don't know what the hell Peloton is, go to Instagram and check it out because it's really funny. Um, and I had to bring that up when I saw it. So yes, sidetrack there. Okay, Tabana, tell me, um, how the hell did you get into trucking? Because you have a great resume, everything's beautiful, not saying anything's wrong with trucking, but there's a lot wrong with trucking. So how did we get such a brilliant person such as yourself in our industry? Well, first of all, I, I uh, so I was born and raised in Nigeria and my parents are entrepreneurs and they run a manufacturing business and I worked there when I was younger. And anyone who knows manufacturing knows that it's very, very closely tied to trucking. So at the time we were mm -hmm. uh, manufacturing soap and my job was picking these bars of soap off the production line and putting them in a box and sealing them up and putting them on the truck to go uh, get sold out in the market. So I've always been kind of around these types of industries um, and They've always been the industries that excite me. So over the past few years, I have worked on real estate technology and HR technology, but uh, trucking has been near and dear to my heart and found my way kind of back to it uh, about five and a half, six years ago, working on uh, remote operations and autonomous trucking company. Um, and that was that was really like where I started to understand the, the problems that truck drivers were facing on a day-to-day basis. That is really cool. I didn't know that. So uh, you've been in trucking. Basically, trucking has been in your life, your whole life. So it's not, you're not like uh, some yeah. of us who just fall into it and then never can get out. Uh, so are you a... Are it's you, addicting, are you a right? Yeah. It, it is. It is addicting. Uh, and it's also like an abusive yeah. relationship in a way, uh, which I think <laughs> a lot of us are about to feel the abuse yeah. of that relationship. We've been on an upside and I think we're about to head to the downside to level out. But knows yeah. uh tell me are you, are you like a, so what's your specialty are you in the tech world are you good at techie are you like a software guy or are you more um architectural like where's your specialty coming at well uh i was a product manager for a number of years which means that i i always think of myself as someone who's good at uh figuring out what to build and helping to convince people to build it. That's what I did as a job when I worked at a number of uh, tech companies. That's what I've done since I've uh, been a founder of different tech companies. So I can't build anything myself, unfortunately, but um, you know, I, can, I can convince people to, who are much, much smarter than I am to, to build stuff and, and, and it's worked out well for me so far. I love it. I love it. I'm actually a product manager now too. And, uh, in the world of, uh, at Carrier Sure at my company, and it is a challenge. Um, that is for sure. It's, it's, uh, and you've been doing it a lot longer, but for those of you who are like, what the hell are they even talking about? You legitimately come up with this idea of a product. And I, I like at first with Carrier Sure, I mocked mine up on pieces of paper and, and clipped things in from other websites and like made it look all ghetto. And then I was like, here, uh, designer website, like a uh, product designer. Can you make this look beautiful? And then I brought it and got it a prototype, but like there's back end developers, front end developers, you have to organize them all. You have to prioritize features. Like it's, it's, it's an intense role. It's, uh, I, it's, it, but it's also very cool. Um, and, uh, I'm assuming that's a journey you've been on as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I think the, the thing about software is that 
it looks deceptively simple, right? So when something is built, especially if it's been built really well, it looks very simple. But Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to piece these things together and write very clear, very detailed specifications of what, what problem are you trying to solve? Why are you trying to solve it? What's the actual solution? What are all the different things that could break given your solution? Because there is no perfect solution. What's the best path given that you're going to have customers who have different needs and ideas and you're trying to build something that kind of works for them? It's, it's very challenging for sure. And it is. I think that, that is one of the hardest parts of uh, product management. It is. And for me, it's like, don't get distracted by the shiny things too. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I thought it was the best idea that my users would just love. And, you know, I sketch it all out and I do this whole thing and I'm like, oh my God. And I make myself wait like a week before I roll it out to anybody because I know that uh, getting distracted by shiny things is like, uh, it's, it's, you know, I do the same thing um, to Benna with my um, Amazon cart which hannah will also be mad at me hearing this but um i, I put things in my amazon cart and then i make myself wait yep. <laughs> before i hit the checkout button i think it's a, so, i think it's a good uh, principle i think so too and yeah. um i'm sure amazon's like no check out baby like get it, rock and roll <laughs> buy more shit cassandra lord knows you need more shit um okay so let's learn about cloud trucks um and 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 what the hell is cloud trucks and also why do you have a texas address when you're in san francisco i'll take the second one first uh so we have a texas <laughs> office as well uh it's on commerce ah. street in texas and we have some some folks over there like some of our operations team some of the safety team you know dallas is a um is, is, is a great trucking hub so so we want to have a presence there and now we actually have another uh office well I guess we haven't actually signed the lease, but we have some people in Austin as well. So it's looking like we're expanding more in Texas. Um, but you know, the, the, the CloudTrucks is basically a business management platform for truck drivers. The, 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 way, the way this started was years ago, uh, I was spending a lot of time in trucker forums. That's really where it started. And I was spending a lot of time in these trucker forums and I, I was noticing a trend you know, when, when you read articles like Wall Street Journal, New York Times, a lot of the things that you saw in the trucking industry, a lot of the problems that people were describing was that there was this driver shortage. But then you went into these forums and you didn't really see drivers complaining about driving. You saw them complaining about different business management problems that they had to deal with. How do I work with brokers, negotiate with brokers, select the best load. So those are all revenue problems. Then how do I get paid faster, get better payment terms? Those are all cash flow problems. How do I lower my fuel costs, maintenance costs, uh, 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 the cost of purchasing a truck? Those are all like you know cost problems. And then how do I... Uh, remain compliance, which is, which is some of the work that you're doing, right? It's like, how, how does a, a, a carrier remain compliance? And the more you look at these things, the more obvious it became that a lot of the problems that the drivers are facing in the industry are business management challenges. And it makes sense, right? It's very hard for someone who is out there driving a truck every single day to also manage their entire business uh, every single day. Like, nobody can really do that. So, 
we founded CloudTrucks on this principle that if we made it easier and easier and easier to manage your business, then you could be a lot more successful as a business owner and as a truck driver. And if we do our jobs well, there are a number of things that are going to happen. One, you're going to see uh, more success from existing owner operators in the industry. Two, you're going to see a larger number of company drivers decide to become owner operators because they now have the right tool, set of tools to do so. And three, you're going to see more people, younger people who are looking for the right career for themselves decide to become truck drivers because now it's been the, the, the barrier to entry has been lowered and they know exactly what they're getting, uh, what types of tools they need. So that's, that's kind of the, the mission of cloud trucks is to make it easier and easier to be a trucking entrepreneur. That, I, I absolutely love that. You speak to my heart. I know that one of my really good friends, Andrew Teal, um, has been, he's all over social media um, and great person to follow on Twitter, by the way. Uh, he He's a, a big trucking guy, right? He was growing up in trucking. He's been in logistics. He's been a big shipper before. Um, but one thing he always talks about is how bad truckers are at managing their business. And, you know, it is, it makes sense, right? They're driving on their own road. Often they just have one truck. They aren't business people. Um, and trucking is incredibly complex. Running a trucking company is incredibly complex and it's great. So give us, give us an example of the, of like, okay, when you were designing the product, what was the first thing you were like, we need to solve this first, the, this problem first for them? Yeah. So the first thing that we did was we just looking at the industry, we said solving just one problem is insufficient. We need to feel the pain ourselves. So we actually registered as a carrier. Mm -hmm. In fact, we registered as a carrier and we bought one truck and we hired one driver to drive that truck as a way to start to feel the pain. That's a great idea. So the first like, thing that we ended up feel that yeah, the, the, like that's <laughs> fucking brilliant. I like it. Yep. Yep. So, so it's like eating your own dog food, right? So, so the first thing that we built was just a wait, way wait, wait, for wait, 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 our Havana, internal drive. Yeah. Are you going to go yeah. back to that, right? Yes. Like, have you eat, have yeah. you tried your own dog food? Uh, I do will you not have a dog? You've I tried not, the dog food? Uh, now I'm, I, I, like we I, really I, I, I do not have a dog today, but <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a dog today, but I will not comment on whether I, I have or have not done that in the past. I love uh, it. I'll leave it at also that. Also a great analogy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, keep going though. Keep going. So then, so then we got this truck, right? Yeah. We got this truck driver and he or she's yes. on the road and you're like, I right, tell me all your problems yep. or you're feeling all the problems too. What was, what was yeah, the Yeah, because we were, well, in fact, I was the back office staff. He was the truck driver out there on the road. So we started figuring out like, what does he need to be successful, right? We had our own MC. First problem we had was when you get your own MC, there, there aren't a lot of brokers nope. that you can actually work with. Nope. You can work with the digital ones like Uber Freight, Convoy, right? But the, they're not real trucking you know, companies. The JB Hunts, the TQLs. <laughs> That, yeah, that's true. So, so we, so we couldn't work with, um, we couldn't work with a large number of brokers until we hit six months. So the first yeah. thing was, how do we make it easy for you to go on an app and see loads from the brokers that you are approved to work with? Oh, and insurance, insurance is a killer, right? Yeah. Insurance is a killer at the start. I actually didn't realize that until we set up our own MC and insurance cost us I want to say it was $24,000 per year in our first year. I actually don't know how anyone starts a trucking business with that type of cost. So 
we decided at that point, first thing was build an integration with uh, some of these companies and make it easier for people to find loads in one place, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Then make it easy for people to go through the exact same workflow. It's very hard to go through different workflows with different brokers. Some brokers require you to upload a proof of delivery via an app. Some will say you have to email it to them. Exactly. Exactly. Like no one can remember that. Right. So we said, let's abstract this away. The driver doesn't need to think about this. You have the exact same workflow on the cloud trucks app. And then we figure out the workflow with the specific broker and we can automate that workflow of what the broker needs. If they need us to upload it on their app or if they need us to upload it on some specialized app or send email. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank Sorry, you. I didn't so, so that's, Poor so man. that's <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I just think that's so cool. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's, yeah. So, so that's where we started. And then the last piece there. So it's like kind of wor- uh, going through the workflow, right? We said, let's start with how you find loads. Then let's go to how you submit uh, proof of delivery and just make it standardized. Then let's pay you in a standardized way. Again, some brokers pay in two business days, some pay in 30, some pay in 45. It's very hard for a driver to plan. So we said, let's just make this very simple. The first version uh, of CloudTrucks, we would pay you within two business days, regardless of the broker. And then it's left to us to figure out the cash flow management on our end. yeah, yeah, which, which I would too. Yeah. So, smart. so that's where we started. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's where we started, and because you know, in 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 the process, because today we are a carrier, there was no plan to be a carrier. Actually, mm-hmm. like I didn't have a strong opinion on whether we needed to be a carrier or not. I had a strong opinion that we should own a carrier so that we could see the problems. And then when we saw the problems, it was clear that there's a specific type of truck driver who just wants to lease onto a carrier and have that carrier manage everything for them. And that became our first product. So the virtual carrier products, we manage everything for the driver. And one of the benefits on the cost side, so in addition to all the technology that we've built is it becomes almost like a quasi union in the sense where as more and more drivers join the platform, the overall cost goes down. So cost of insurance goes down, cost of fuel goes down, cost of maintenance goes down, and we can then spread those cost savings across the entire driver pool. So we become, we start to look more and more like a large carrier, but we don't, you know, we don't restrict drivers in any way. Yeah, we don't force dispatch anything. Everyone owns their own trucks. So yeah. What do you do, Tobena, when someone like me Cassandra Logistics, right? I'm a logistics company mm-hmm. or Cassandra Shipping. Yep. Big, I'm a big shipper. I'm mm-hmm. Costco. Yep. I think I'm hiring yep. cloud trucks with 411 trucks, yes. but I'm not hiring cloud mm-hmm. trucks. I'm hiring a bunch of owner operators who are going balls to the wall with no oversight. So what, what's your, what's your response to that? And let me add on, well, yeah, what's your response to that first? Cause that, like, I know that would piss off a lot of brokers and shippers. They'd be like, I thought I hired cloud trucks, which is a trucking company. And you're like, no, that's why we're called cloud, which by the way is a brilliant name, cloud trucks. We're not, we're just a platform. What do you do to reconcile that misconception between those hiring carriers? So there is, there is um, lack of forced dispatch. So we don't force dispatch at all. 
and then there's oversight. We have some oversight because we have to, right? When you give a load to cloud trucks, we've taken on the responsibility, and this is part of the, the fees that we have on the driver's side is because we've taken on this responsibility. Yeah. So let's say you're, you're a Costco, a cloud trucks driver has booked this load, they're supposed to deliver it. And for some reason, something goes wrong or the person maybe just joined CloudTrucks and it turns out that they're not the right fit and they dropped your load somewhere in the middle of nowhere. The good thing about working with CloudTrucks is you get the same thing that you would get with any other carrier, which is we now take on the responsibility. We have hundreds of uh, drivers within our platform. We figure out how to get someone else out there, we incentivize them to pick up that load and complete that delivery. So there is still there's still oversight across multiple areas. And we make it very clear to every driver who joins the platform that, look, you are, you are signing up for specific um, safety requirements, and you're also signing up for specific performance requirements. And we track these things with we, we built some data science models. We track the performance across the board. We actually now send performance emails on a driver by driver basis. So everyone understands how they're performing. And if you go below a specific threshold, right, we have to kick you off the platform because ultimately we need to have some level of oversight to protect the community as a whole. So we see it as community management more than anything else. The drivers still have freedom on what they decide to to pick up, but the moment you commit to that, then that oversight kind of kicks in. Um, so this is, I never knew about cloud trucks, not because you guys aren't special, because a lot of people knew about it and they were like, how do you not know about cloud trucks, Cassandra? But I'll tell you what happened. We were in beta phase for Carrier Share, And um, one of my users pinged me and they were like, hey, cloud trucks, we use cloud trucks all the time. Uh, you have them as an F in your software. And, um, and my software is, it runs the FMCSA algorithms and looks at all the FMCSA data directly. And then what it has done is it's calculated if you are a 411 truck carrier compared to other similar count, truck count carriers, how are you performing compared to them from an FMCSA performance perspective um, and, and data perspective too. So in the category of, in your category of cloud trucks, you guys got an F. You got a score of a 33 out of 100. So they were like, we use cloud trucks all the time. Why are they an F? They passed all of our onboarding requirements. And for me, I told them this is a performance score. Um, and I'm sure uh, uh, FreightWaves will show the uh, image uh, for me so that people can see it. But um, I looked into, you have two years and five months of authority. So this is how we go through and brokers and shippers and everyone looks at how a carrier is going to perform for you. I'm looking at it right now. That's why I apologize for this. Uh, but so we look at how have you done compared to other carriers, at least at carrier share, uh, and other carriers with regards to inspections, the data you provide us, the authority length, um, whether you're rated, and the number of trucks. So th let's see, 411 trucks. 236 trucks have been inspected. You've been inspected in a lot of states. The out-of-service rate for your vehicle is high. Your driver out-of-service rates are high compared to other very high, like they're double, sometimes triple the things. Your violations, so out of the 236 inspections, you have 350 violations. So across the board, your 
at the bottom of the class when it comes to unsafe driving, hours of service, vehicle maintenance, controlled substance and alcohol, driver, driver fitness, you're actually doing okay. So this is how you're viewed when we think, and as we should, because you are a carrier, you have this DOT number and everybody's running under your DOT number as being leased on. What's your game plan to get people? Because from a performance perspective, um, what the tool indicates is that your carriers are going to have maintenance problems. They're going to have problems with drivers, and there's a high chance of delay due to poor driving practices. So, what's your when you hear that kind of data, and you're like, you know, what what what's your game plan for getting these violations under control um, and and kind of turning the ship, or is it not? Like, hey, we're a cloud platform. This is how it is. You guys, fuck off. That's no, no, say that I, too. It's I, okay. I, I, no, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't say that. So the, the first thing to note is we're doing something that probably has never been done before in terms of going from literally zero to you know, 400s and will be 1,000 plus carrier within the next few months and then continue to scale. So if, if you think about some of the largest carriers out there, they top out somewhere around 12, 14,000, maybe some are, are now up to 18,000, but that was done over decades. The, the reason I bring that up is when you're scaling this quickly, the, the systems that exist today, including like the FMCSA systems, have some assumptions on how a carrier is going to scale, what that looks like, how many inspections you're going to get. So there's this slow growth that's assumed and we're, we're, we're scaling much faster than that. So I think that one of the one of the issues that we've seen is when things start to correct, your scores don't correct quite as quickly, right? Over the past few months, we did notice some of this data. The biggest, the biggest areas that we noticed were the vehicle out of service compliance was pretty high. So we changed a number of things immediately. One, we stopped accepting uh, vehicles past a certain age. And so we made that change immediately. Two, we built out a system for uh, inspection so drivers have to submit an inspection every single quarter this is part of that yeah that's a good that idea I was talking that's about. what i would have done yeah too. so mm -hmm. yeah so so we have that now oh, and make then, sure tobana you probably already know this but make sure yeah. they're not fake yes oh fake we no, we 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 make it only from specific companies that we've vendors? partnered with yes specific that's vendors so that we've partnered that. with and and then the the good thing about us too is that because we think about everything in terms of technology, we've now built our own technology drivers to be able to upload these inspection reports. It goes to the right team, the safety team, they review those inspection reports, they're able to Smart. leave notes. So there's a full system that's baked in there, right? So Smart. We've, we've started to see the correction in the data that we track. It'll take some amount of time on the FMCSA side. Same thing with the yeah. unsafe driving, same thing with things like um, use of, uh, of uh, personal conveyance. I think that's where we've gotten in some trouble on, uh, on ELD kind of, um, on the ELD side of things. So every single thing we see as, okay, this is partly a kind of oversight problem. And then it's also a technology problem and it forces us to build the technology that we need. And then we watch the trends. We always have 
early trends that are showing us how things are moving. And then it starts to show up in the FMCSA records. And actually, if you look over the past few months, you'll see that things have actually gotten better over time. And uh, and then the, the drug and alcohol use one, I think there is like one or two cases of uh I was just about someone, to ask you about that. Is, yeah, yeah. What's your plan of... No, um, no, the... the, the the people in those cases have been kicked off the platform. I think um, there was a case. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the exact two violations. Details of the You're case, right. But it's not like it was. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it was a exactly violations. Vehicle maintenance. Yeah, violations. it was two violations. Yeah, yeah. So, so those ones were two violations. The moment those things were caught, and I think one of them was actually caught through our uh, randomized drug test program. So, the moment it was caught, we kicked the person off the platform. We reported it, all of that stuff. So, we're pretty on top of this awesome. stuff, and we have a world class safety team that came from uh, places like Schneider. So, so this is uh, this is an area that, that we definitely we definitely consider it to be a, a huge area of responsibility for us. I am very excited to hear um, more. Uh, moving forward, like to get you back on so you can uh, to sh tell us what else you're doing um, uh, to combat this, to see the numbers, because I actually can see that your numbers are starting to improve. Um, let's see, May was still a little rough, but not as bad as April um, and definitely not as bad as March. Poor March. Oh, boy. But you'll start turning this around. And on my platform soon, we're about to roll out. People are able to leave reviews. You'll be able to, I don't know if you opt into traffic, uh, to tracking with P44, but you get more points yep. for that. So mm -hmm. we're starting to add more into it. So it's not just FMCSA data. Yeah. Um, but, but I will tell you that people who do um, use uh, cloud trucks, or at least people who know about cloud trucks, um, they think it's a bloody brilliant. And it does sound like it's brilliant. Uh, so I, I think yeah. it's so cool. My favorite thing that you've said today um, is the word community. Like that is by far my favorite thing. And I think that the uh, single drivers, the owner operators, they do need, they have, uh, they do have a great community, but they need more of a community, yes. especially the one you're describing. So it's very powerful. Um, and so what, what, uh, what can we expect coming up? Are you going to be at any conferences? Are you going to be doing anything? What do we need to know? Do you want us to follow you somewhere? Just tell us and we'll be right there with you because I love technology and I love what you're doing. Yeah, no, thank you. We are, I think we were, we were just at Matt's. We had a pretty big showing at Matt's. We are going to be at the Freight Waves conference that's coming up. I think it's a small carrier. In Chattanooga? Yes, yes, yes. So so, so we're going to be there. Uh, I think I might be speaking there, actually. And uh, and, and we have we have a, a number of conferences kind of planned uh, throughout the year. We You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, I think it's Cloud Trucks HQ on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at Cloud Trucks on Twitter. And we have a lot of really exciting stuff coming out. You know, we, we think about everything in terms of those four key areas that I mentioned. How do we help drivers generate more revenue? How do we help improve cash flow? How do we help lower costs? And then how do we improve compliance? So we just, we're going to keep rolling out uh, some exciting things across those four areas over the next few months. And, and yeah, like that's, that's really how we think about the business. And we don't think about it as like, are we a carrier? Are we not a carrier? We actually have products where we're not the carrier. Uh, we just think about it as business, full business management suite for trucking on spring years and helping yeah. them succeed uh, a lot more than they are it's today. It's utterly brilliant. I hope next time I see you that your world-class safety organized uh, team will convince you to create the fourth peer to change that from how do you be more compliant to how do you be more safe? And, and it becomes the first tier of moving that's, this community to point. safety 
first. Yes. But I'm sure your compliance people already say that all the time and you're like, fuck off, I gotta deal with revenue, <laughs> no. I gotta deal with this product. No, 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 I never blah, say blah, fuck off. Like nobody wants to throw safety, Cassandra. <laughs> and I'm going back to I'm going to delete out the part where I talked about dog food and I'm never going on that games again. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think safety, at all, when I talk about compliance, I, I am talking about safety. It's safety and compliance, right? And no, I, I think it's critical. I mean, at the end of the day, these no, are big oh, vehicles. No, because yeah. compliance means yeah. almost the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. That's what compliance means, which you're not doing. Yep. In fact, you're doing more than that yep. with your community because you're seeing that it correlates with maintenance and performance yep. and everything else. Yep. And so you're doing more than that. That's why I fucking hate compliance because I'm like, nah, it's safety first. If you want to be safer on this road, people, you want it. Like, and there are a lot of drivers out there who are like, I do want to be safer and I want to get rid of these bottom feeders. I don't want bottom feeders to be your cloud trucks ruining up our data and making us look like we don't know what we're doing. But anyhow, sorry, cut you off again. But uh, that was my piece about compliance versus safety. I agree with you. We will call it safety and compliance going forward. <laughs> you see, and he's lying to me, but he's a great, great community. I can't wait to have you back. I want to just let me know. Like, I want you, I know you're never going to come back. Um, no, but I want you great. to come back and tell us more of what you're working on, like, and some of the stuff you're seeing with the data and things you're doing in the community, because what you're doing is powerful, I think, and very cool. Uh, thank you for joining us. And y'all, I hope you reach out to Tabena. He's right on LinkedIn. Uh, and you obviously he's on Facebook everywhere else. But it's a great company. Uh, and tell him your feedback about what you think he's doing and things you want him to do better and what you want to know about too, because we're all curious about what's going on with Cloud Drugs. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And for everybody else, we will see you guys next Friday.